happy. You got to be happy. Come on and be happy. Sing a little song. Hello everyone and welcome to the Love Live Music Secrets of Success podcast on tour. Whoop, whoop. And today we are in Brighton and I'm so excited. If I can set the scene for you, um, I can actually see the sea. Uh, there's rain on my windscreen. We're in the podcast studio, aka my car. There are seagulls that are dive bombing me because I got out my lunch and they thought that they were going to eat that. So we've got seagulls watching us. You can probably hear seagulls chirping in the background there's rain on the window and inside the car I've got the beautiful Ellie Talebian how are you today I'm really happy to see you I love this this is going to be the most exciting thing that's happened to me all week and you know can I you do... describe what yeah I do because I do lots of talks but also because we're in your car and you've got a fabulous microphone gaffer taped to my armrest <laughs> it feels very real it, it feels very, very urban real. we are in a land rover which kind of adds to the urbanness yeah. of it that sort of real city urban stroke country vibe that you've That's you know me. you've made this pilgrimage <laughs> i have to brighton i to have made a to. pilgrimage just yeah. to talk to you and i love it and to make sally feel at home i thought oh, i'll make her a cup of tea and She's parked at the top of my road, so I walked up the road with two cups of tea, and then when I got to the car, because they, because it's raining, the teas then became lukewarm cups of tea, so the offer was sort of like a, a bastardised cup of tea. Oh, well, it was really nice. I really enjoyed my lukewarm cup of tea, and tea actually is my favourite drink above everything. I don't is really it? drink, yeah, oh. but tea I'm obsessed with. Love tea. So give me a strong cup of tea, milky cup of tea, and you're my friend forever. I'll try harder next time. But yeah, I'm okay. I'm really excited to see you. I have oh. got long COVID. I am just sticking it out there because I think it's important mm. that people know that because it's shaping how I respond to things yeah. in perhaps a different way. It's taking me a little bit longer to process and to answer things yeah. compared to normal. And I, I really, <laughs> no, I really appreciate you sharing that because I had COVID last year and it's taken a long time to get over. And um, I know lots of people out there will be in the same position. So I think it's great that we can honestly say it's been a bastard. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it has. And to encourage those people of you out there that have got it, that it does get better, but to be kind to yourself and take your time and yeah. don't rush it. Don't rush it. I've been rushing it and then slowing down, then rushing it. Yeah. And then today, as I explained, I had a, a call with my nutritionist who had some firm words to say to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, I really hope you continue to get better. Thank you. I'm a great believer. This is going to make me feel better. Yeah, this it is, is. Wonderful. It's so cool. I, honestly, I've been so excited to talk to you. It's just brilliant. So, Ellie, who are you? You're a broadcaster. You're a consultant. You're a producer for Eclectic Toolbox. You're a communications manager for My Time Young Carers. And you just do loads of amazing things. I know you from, I think we first met at the International Music Summit in Ibiza? I think we met here did at we Brighton meet? Music oh, Conference. Oh, did we meet at Brighton Music Conference? I think Conference. I remember Oh, yes, we did. At there you go. Duh, was I Music crying? Conference. I probably was. No, you weren't crying, but, <gasps> but I was sort of like, you know, somebody nodded me over to you as if to say oh, she's yes. a very important person oh, really? oh, and make sure, make sure we make her feel oh, welcome. Really nice. They probably were nodding at you because... I had been rushing from London. Yeah. I got, I had booked a hotel here. I had forgotten my booking. I didn't have it on oh. my phone. I got out of the cab. I left my phone 
and all my credit cards and everything on the back seat. And I literally got into the reception and started crying. Oh, bless Because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I didn't get that impression of yeah, you Yeah, no, at I all. totally lost the plot. You so I think it was, held it together I think when it I was, was speaking to you. I think it was Billy and Jude. Yes. They came up and they just gave me hugs as I was crying. And they probably Aww. thought, who is this homeless person that's Aww. walked off the street that's a right old mess? Anyway, it was very lovely to meet you. And yes, you're right. It and then was. we saw each other kind of in the street oh, at yes. IMS because you were looking after my partner in advance of him going to Glastonbury oh, to perform. that's right. That's yes. Yeah. And yeah. And he, yeah. And he, he came and he was so not prepared for Glastonbury at all. That was hilarious. He's, what was really funny about that is he thought he was playing at, I think, four o'clock in the afternoon when actually he was playing at four o'clock in the morning and he didn't believe me. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I know that man. Hilarious. Yeah, I know. And I tried so to tell him. So in the end, in the yeah. end, I said, right, would well, you just sort it out, look at your yeah. contracts and, and see. Bless his heart. So yeah, I do those things. I'm also a hypnotherapist. I'm a big fat mental health advocate, mainly across the music industry, but also with projects around working with children and young people. So, yeah. you know, if it's got a mental health edge to it yeah. and a charitable initiative attached to it, I am there or I'm trying to worm yeah. my way in. <laughs> like, I've heard you speaking lots of times and you really know your stuff and I, I've learned a lot from you actually. So, thank you. Um, yeah. Look Likewise. Ellie up. Thank At the you. end, we'll go through where you can find Ellie, etc. Um, so this is the secrets of success on tour yeah and i'm just really fascinated to find out about you and to encourage anyone who's listening how they can get into the broadcasting space how they can kind of merge all these different kind of streams of their life into this sort of one effective bundle mm. and i guess it's really understanding what you do day to day what motivates you so i guess my first question is um how did you get here in terms of your career where you've got a broadcaster, you're doing this mental health stuff, you're doing this caring stuff? How, how are you managing to bring all of these things together? Yeah, it's a really full circle experience for me, actually, because I was working in the community and voluntary sector back when I was 19. And it's kind of always where my heart was. But equally, I was very much aligned to wanting to work in the music industry or wanting to do something creative. So when I left college, I actually studied performing arts. So I was learning production, singing, dancing, acting. And then for personal reasons, I stopped doing that. I quit and then went into the world of work and, and found myself a volunteering role, reading to children in schools. So oh, wow. doing like silent reading. I was doing that during my lunch break and stuff, for my proper job. And then I got an amazing job working with a children's charity called Safety Net. And I was with them for seven years until I had my son. And then you know what happens when you have kids. And if you haven't kids, it has kids, this might well happen to you. You kind of, you stop and you think, I really want to cherish this time with my child. And everything kind of goes on hold. I know some people don't do that, but I definitely did that. I was like, I just want to be in this moment with him and all of his gorgeousness for as long as possible and I ended up leaving my amazing job working for this children's charity and then started doing kind of bits and pieces for friends in the music industry so that was either writing album reviews EP reviews um, or going to gigs and doing reviews there and then I got invited by the magazine that I was writing for to be interviewed about things that were happening in the city for this tv show that airs locally 
And then the presenter liked me so much. He was also the producer, you know, it was somebody that's doing everything. So he's the presenter and the producer and the cameraman. <laughs> anyway, he liked me so much. He offered me this kind of like full-time presenting gig, you know, that like, I really want you to be the other anchor on this show. So I kind of took that up and that opened doors for me because every time I interviewed somebody, I really networked a yeah. lot. Like I networked the hell out of it. Yeah. And, and what do you mean by networking? Because this is something that I always encourage my students with and anyone encouraging them to be in the music industry that you can't just sort of be an alone artist or an alone practitioner you mm -hmm. have to network what does that actually mean because for the introverts listening to this yeah. it's that that's like some of their wor worst nightmares and have you got any tips for how people can do that because you're natural you're a natural effusive extrovert <laughs> thank warm you person. actually i'm i'm on the down low i'm an introvert oh are you so i've done this colors project where you explore what kind of personality type okay. you are so actually outwardly like 60 percent of me is an extrovert okay and then the other 40 is an introvert i didn't know that yeah huh. Yeah, it's, I'll, I'll, send, I'll share the details with you yeah, and you yeah, can yeah. share them with everybody because it's a really worthwhile thing yeah. to do because it helps you better understand how you work with people yeah. and how you work for yourself. Yeah. Um, but in terms of networking, I would say I'm always networking. And the way you have to look at networking is every conversation you have, or if you look at every person you meet as a present, right? So every person you meet, whether that's the person working behind uh -huh. the counter in your local coffee shop or your local supermarket, if you look at them as a gift to you that might make your day better just by opening yourself up to having more of a conversation with them, everything is networking essentially. Yeah. Just being human is networking. Yeah. It's almost uh, kind of it's networking. building the connection. It almost is like friendship, friendship or relation. No, it's different to friendship. It's kind of relating to people. It's just expanding the community yeah, yeah, yeah. that you are linked to and you're aware yeah. of. So, so there's, for example, there's a young lady that works in Honest Burgers in Brighton on Duke Street. And she is in a band. And I know that she's in a band. Because yeah. when she was being my waitress, I was like, oh, you, your hair is really cool. And, you know, yeah, we're yeah. just talking. And then now we follow each other on Instagram. And she shares her music yeah. with me. And if I can talk about her on the radio, I will. Yeah. And, and if I have problems with my That's burger great. delivery, I can message her. <laughs> um, but the point is that just came out of, out of networking. And when I say network the shit out of things, you know, one of the interviews that I got to do when I was doing this TV presenting was to interview the two directors of, of a radio station. It's a radio station I've looked up to my whole life living in the city. And I got to interview them. And I, and, and I went in there that day thinking, I'm going to interview them to the point where they offer me a job. That's so cool. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. That's amazing. I just pulled all the stops now and was like, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. impress these guys and they're going to offer me a job at the that's end of incredible. the interview. And that's what happened. And which radio station was that? That was Juice 107.2, which is no longer functioning because it got purchased by Capital Global oh, in really? that big sort of purchase yeah. they did yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when they kind of picked up loads of the local stations. But yeah, we were networked across Sussex, really. Oh, so it was a big deal. And I, and I did Saturday mornings, you know, non, not paid for ages oh, and then nice I got slot. offered yeah and then I just got offered five nights a week doing wow. new music so I was the Brighton Annie Mac and then oh my word and then I actually had the same radio share I can't remember what my stats are but I had the same radio share for this area that Annie Mac gets and I remember the That's the awesome. bosses emailing me that and sending yeah. me that and going just don't stop doing what you're doing yeah. um because you're incredible. doing great and did you yeah. love that live music new live music stuff? yeah I love sharing new music because yeah. that gets me all yeah I, I did a show this morning and and I get so excited when I talk about new yeah. music like because it's 
yeah. I love it too. I just, I, I, I think I for love me, it. when yeah, I'm playing yeah, yeah, what I want to yeah. play, I love it. But we got sanitized, which is the polite yeah. way to put it. So when we were purchased by another organization, they okay. changed our output and our programming. And yeah. it changes the shape of what your show yeah, can so actually like be that, about. And putting out more kind of commercial stuff. And, yeah, which look, yeah. commercial radio has its place. Though, yeah, absolutely. Because it makes you feel good when you're in your car and you're driving yeah. somewhere. Actually, commercial radio is safe. Yeah. It's, it's pleasant. It's fun. Yeah. It's catchy and kids love it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, though, I'm, I am a massive fan of the BBC Introducing. And they've got, Are you? Yeah, because they, they just break so many new acts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they've got a new bit with um, Jaguar, who's doing yes. Introducing Dance, which is awesome. So if anyone's listening to this now, look it up. Yeah. Um, and I think for me personally, that has been an absolute highlight working at Glastonbury, seeing mm. all these new acts come through and then starting in Silver Haze or on a little small yeah, stage yeah. or on the beach. And, just, and the next year they're on the pyramid or the other stage and you go, wow, I yeah. saw them with 50 people, 100 people. I remember when years and years, one of their first acts oh, was great. real. Right? No one was listening Are to them. Are they from them. Brighton? No, I don't think they are, but no yeah, one was listening yeah, yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one was yeah, yeah, like, yeah. these guys, these guys are going to be good. And there's another yeah, guy yeah. called Lord Echo, and I got in contact with him, and I just came across one of his tracks yeah. and was like, okay, he's on to something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going to do an interview with him, and then over the last yeah. sort of 12, 18, he has just blown up. But yeah, that's that's how I got to where I am, and yeah, uh, and I'm. I am an extrovert, but yeah, I'm a bit shy too. And what I love about my career right now is that I'm kind of, I am spinning plates, but I've managed to go back to what I love in terms of pulling in that community and voluntary yeah. sector stuff into my musical output and work. Yeah. Because if I work with artists or organizations, I try to pin them down to having a charitable element yeah. to their work or making sure that they're using their platform for good. Because, you know, that's what we're here for. Yeah, we are absolutely. here to serve people, whatever shape or form that's yeah. in. We're, we should all be trying to make life better for each other yeah i totally and, yeah. totally agree that's wonderful ellie honestly and well done you thank you and um do you as part of all of that you're still broadcasting aren't you yes. occasionally yes I, so i broadcast every week on gadio and yeah that's going great i do some of the national stuff as well that's networked all over yeah i do it as and when i can at the moment because i've been signed off with long covid but yeah, as much radio as I can possibly do, I really enjoy because I lo I just love radio. Yeah. I love radio. But I love all the other stuff I do. Yeah, as well. yeah. <laughs> I love it's it all. It's, <laughs> it's wonderful to have a portfolio of things, and I think it's um, I think it's actually quite important. You know, I think one of the days where you just do one or two things. Increasingly, I'm meeting quite a few people that yeah. have got this portfolio of you know things that they do, gifts. Um, competencies and I, th I think it's great and I think we've had to pivot through COVID because yeah. lots of things aren't there anymore no so we have to feel comfortable with change yeah and we do. you if, know if I'd have stuck with what I was doing at the start of last year during COVID I wouldn't be where I'm at now yeah. at all and because I was you know I was doing the mental health first aid in the music industry thing and the world needed mental health first aid, but you don't yeah. want an ambulance chase. You don't want to be asking no. people for money to pay for a service when everything yeah. is crashing. That's, that's yeah. in poor taste. That's not a good place to be. So I adapted. And I love that you've just said that about portfolio working because occasionally I have a real problem with the fact that I do portfolio working because I have in the back of my head that voice sometimes that goes, oh, jack of all trades, master yeah. of none. But now I've re pivoted yeah, that to yeah. jack of all trades master of love yeah <laughs> that's, that's I, I absolutely hear you on that and I think at school I used to think oh, I'm not really good at one thing in particular 
but actually if you look at the best entrepreneurs and leaders they're often like that they have capacity to manage quite a lot of different yeah. things it's not just that you get one life right so if yeah, i yeah. want to do lots of things yeah. i'm going to yeah absolutely. Like if i want to eat all the cake <laughs> i'm going to and and i Coffee, want chocolate, yeah yeah i want to do it therefore vanilla. i'm gonna do it why would you deny yourself yeah possibilities yeah. do you know what i mean mm. like it's just it's, i absolutely yeah, agree the idea of working with the same people day in day out does yeah. not motivate me Oh no, I, I yeah, absolutely. not that they're not great people. No, but, or, but there's or, lots of people out there and yeah, yeah, there are yeah. lots of new things. And I, I am totally committed to learning the whole of my life. It's not I something love that. That, that stops. And for me, it's inspired by my father who um, learns something new every year. Does he? And in the past 10 years, that's included tap dancing. I love your saxophone, dad. Saxophone yeah. playing. Um, he, he's 87. He still works. He's on fellow right now, and he got himself um, a BTEC customer service qualification. Did he? Yeah, he's oh, just I love like him. That's yeah, brilliant. and um, a couple of weeks ago, he went on Clubhouse. Did he? Yeah, he played live piano oh. on Clubhouse. So he's brilliant. So keep on learning. There's always new stuff because it keeps you going. Yeah, Seamus is. My partner's dad is like that. He. He's always learning. He's always doing yeah. stuff in the community. And I think it's really important. And it's always my, when people say, if you won the lottery, what would you do? Actually, I would go and do some degrees. I would mm. become a doctor. I'd do a PhD if I won the yeah. lottery. I would. That would just do be, it. that would be one of the first we'll do it things anyway. I'd want to do. Don't let money limit you. I don't you. know if I have time now. But you will learn. I mean, I would just you will. study, 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 yeah. study, study. Yeah. It's actually something I'm thinking about. Because yeah. why not? Why not? So this is brilliant. We're kind of <laughs> sorry. We're so moving. much. This we're moving me. all over the place, yeah. but that's that's all good. Rain me in. I'm going to rain you in. Okay. I'm going to um, bring you back to uh, the kind of the subject, the subject which is success. Okay. And I think one of the key things for being successful is character. Um, and what I mean is kind of what traits do you think that you have in yourself that make you successful? because their character traits is my belief. Yeah. Um, I love this question. And it takes time to work on them. They don't happen overnight. I think they have to be honed and cared for mm. and fed and nurtured. So if you look at your life, um, what character traits do you think you have that make you successful in what you do? I have empathy. I'm always kind and polite. So I remember a team leader at somewhere I worked saying, doesn't customer need anything to be polite? And, and I'd never heard that expression before yeah. when I was about 16. I was like, oh, right. Yeah, he's right. It doesn't cost anything to be polite, does it? You know, and that makes a difference to people. I think it's really important trait to be kind and polite and have empathy. But actually, in terms of my character traits that make me successful, they've never been in fashion, but they are now. Yeah. And I say that because I'm... I wouldn't say I'm outspoken, but I'm quite an emotionally led person. Mm -hmm. And that can be quite difficult for people to manage in the workplace. Not that I cry all the time or anything yeah. like that, but I will speak up if I see injustice and I yeah. will say how I feel. And I expect uh, the room to allow me to say yeah. how I feel. And whereas oh, before, we, we didn't really encourage no. that. So we encourage people maybe to be a bit more sheepy and yeah. to conform more in workspaces and work mm. environments. And I don't do that. And yeah. the reason I like it is because when you talk to producers or record label owners or whatever about what they look for in new music, they'll always say that they want people to be different and sound different. And they're, they're looking for that unique thing. And I think I'm, I'm always myself. 
Like That's I'm cool. always myself and, and I'm different and I know I'm different and we're yeah. all different, but... But you're fully yourself. And can I salute that? Because I think when I look back to my 20s and 30s, I think I like to say I kind of edited myself. Yeah. I kind of didn't want to show bits of myself that I thought were unattractive or that so that people wouldn't like me. Mm. But now um, it's taken a long time. I embrace the whole thing, yeah. including my quirky bits. I sometimes say words incorrectly. Yeah, you know. I do all the time. And but, I'm yeah, yeah, but that's kind of okay because I understand now that people get the spirit of you and that's the most yeah. important thing. And that people are generally full of grace and they'll go, oh, well, she's just said a few things wrong. It doesn't matter because what she's actually, the heart of what she's saying is correct. And mm. I, I think that's absolutely right about what you're saying. And I, I bring my whole self yeah. to everything. Well, that's great. Warts and all. And the thing is with that as well, Mental Health First Aid England, you know, one of their recent mental health campaigns over the last few years yeah. is my whole self. And that's about oh, really? allowing yeah. people to take their whole selves to work, you know, yeah. warts and all, hobbies and all, everything that makes them tick. Mm. And this week, for example, if I have the time, I'll share something with you. A consultant that we're working with mentioned that there's been some political stuff on one of our social channels. And I was like, I don't think there has. And then we've established that actually it was about something somebody in the team had written on their LinkedIn that was quite politically passionate. So we discussed it. And my uh, recourse, is that the right word, was, well, we encourage people to bring their whole selves yeah. to work here. So we're just going to let her keep doing that yeah. because that's who she is and that's the yeah. person we want in this team. And I think it's it it takes a brave organisation to do that. Mm. Um, and I really hope it continues and that people recognise it as a valuable thing. Yeah. Because um, it's sad if we can't and it's exhausting to be anything but ourselves. Yeah, no, it is exhausting. It is. And when I first started on radio, they got me in and I did my, my demos after yeah. I got that really cool job. And then they played them back and they were like, who is this? Who are you <laughs> and I was trying to be someone yeah, that wasn't yeah, yeah. myself. And then yeah. they said literally the most empowering thing to me yeah. that anybody's ever said to me, which was, we want you for you. Yes. So can you just be yeah. you, please? Because that's yeah. who we want. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, no one's ever wanted me for me. Yeah, Do you know that's what I mean? so cool. <laughs> no, it sounds like, no, it's it sounds so awful, but it was like, no one's ever wanted me for me <laughs> well, in the no. workplace. And, and they amazing. want me for me. And even and I get tears thinking about how that made me feel. Thing to say, um, yeah, because they just they just they wanted Ellie. They wanted raw, uncut yeah. Ellie. Wow, and that's what they got. That's amazing. And uh, you've got quite emotional there. And that, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm just trying to think if anyone's ever said that to me. I don't know, but it it does take time, isn't it, to be yourself. Mm. And um, Mark Darcy says it to Bridget Jones. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they're in the hallway. What's the line? And she, I don't know, they've, they've, she's had a disastrous dinner party, yeah, hasn't yeah, she? Yeah. And she decides to leave. And then Mark Darcy comes down the stairs and he, what do you say? I love you just how you are. Just as you are, yeah. Just as you are. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Isn't that the goal? That's the goal. Wow. That's the goal. I love that. I love you just as you are, Sally. Oh, and I love you, Ellie, just as you are. And honestly, it's just so brilliant here. I don't know if you've... We've had seagulls going over the past. There's rain. But yeah, I can nutshell it. Success to me is, is being yourself. But actually, my personal measure of success is, is my son happy? Yeah. And have I got food on the table? Yeah. And is there a roof on my head? But I, th I think to be able to be yourself is just like, oh my God. Yeah. That's like, yeah. That's, I love being myself. Yeah. I know. I, I have to say, I love being myself as well. And I, I really 
my new thing is every day is the best day I've ever had. Oh, I love that. And when I was driving down here, I just had a massive smile on my face. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm doing what I really want to do. Brilliant. And, and I couldn't think of, and I'm totally happy driving by myself in this car to see Ellie. And I know we're going to have a great chat. Oh. And um, yeah. So that's my encouragement from both of us. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. Okay. I'm going to take us a bit back on track now. Okay, sorry, Sally. No, no, no. It's not, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, otherwise we'll, we'll have 10 million hours of stuff. Um, reflections from the past. I'm going to now encourage you to look back mm-hmm. from your position of strength that you're in now. What advice do you think you would give to your 18 year old self? Is there anything that you do again? Is there anything you'd avoid? Yes, I used to apply a state of permanence to every action that I did. I used to think everything was forever. So when I had a job in like a shit call centre, I'd think this is my job for life now. (laughs) This is where I'm going to be until I'm 65 Mm. and and retire and stuff. So Mm. it would have been just to not have that state of mind where everything felt like it was forever and to have that portfolio state of mind that I have now. I think that was... A lot to do with my circumstances growing up, mm. being a young carer and stuff, but actually just to do what I wanted and ignore everybody else. Because I said no to so many opportunities. That I, yeah. was, I was such a scared 18-year-old. Yeah. I said no. Like, a boyfriend of mine bought us a camper van to go traveling around Europe with. He bought it home and was like, look what <laughs> I've done. And I just went, no. Oh, no. I can't, I can't go. So I used to say no to everything. And then actually when him and I split up, he gave me the book, The Yes Man. Oh, wow. And was just like, you need to read this. And did you read it? I've watched the film. I've still got the book he gave me, <laughs> but I've applied it to my life. But now I need to go back the other way because I say yes to everything. Yeah. I literally say yes to everything. It makes life more fun. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I would tell my 18-year-old self is to say yes and do what you want. Do you think that's a gender thing? Do you think that's a, a woman thing? Uh, or do you think that's just who you were? No, I don't think it's gendered because I had friends that were going off to Thailand and Australia and doing loads of lovely travelling and I was just at home working in a call centre and yeah. it was just a me thing, I think. I think other people have mm. those fears. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it was just a me thing. Mm. And it's interesting now, you're saying you went through your yes phase and now you're going into your no phase, <laughs> which is really interesting because... Um, I can't say no. Yeah. <laughs> I know, because sometimes you think you're going to miss all the opportunities, but it's really good to say no as well. Yeah. Sometimes. I struggle with it. It is, yeah, it's a, it is a struggle. And continue on this thought, what do you think is the best piece of advice you have ever received? Well, it's funny you should say that, because I was only given this advice recently, actually, and it was the hand in the sand thing. Which I mentioned on a call that yes. we were on together the other day. And it's because, so I think during lockdown, obviously, because we can work all of the time, lots yeah. of us are working all of the time, especially yeah. those of us that are really super conscientious, maybe struggle to switch off. Even if we have those kind of well-being habits in place, mm. we sort of, we still want to get stuff done. And especially if you're self-employed, you're just going to keep yeah going at it. So the hand in the sand thing, which I will expand on, is basically, you know, if you put your hand in some sand and pull it out, the sand refills the gap. And if you think about work in that way, 
someone else will do the work for you or the work will get done somehow, yeah. but you can't be a hand in the sand to your family. Like you yeah. have to be there for your family and your yeah. friends and your loved one. If you pull your hand out, no one is filling your shoes. Yeah. No one's yeah. filling your shoes. And I, I haven't explained it very well, but I think for me, I needed to hear that recently in the, yeah. Not that I don't spend enough time with my family and stuff, but just mm. more that I, I, could, I could work 24 hours a day yeah. if, I, if I let myself easily. Yeah. But actually my favourite, sorry, I'm taking so long on your podcast. No, my favourite thing is, but that's really good advice for people to get them to switch off, yeah. is that no one can replace you with your family. You are, can I, you can are I just ask a dispens- question about this? So I, I've yeah. been thinking about this because I thought about it when you said it the first time when we were talking Sometimes it's those in-between roles that are difficult because you're a mother, yes, you're um, a daughter, sister or whatever, but there are some other roles that maybe cross over that and I think that's the difficulty. Yeah. How do you work out which are your primary roles or do you just have to just be kind of really cut and thrust? I try to make time for everything and everyone, which is back to that yes point. Um, But when it comes to Franklin, my son everything else just falls by the wayside because I'm a single parent you know he's just got me at home he's got his dad and his dad's awesome when they're together but he is my number one priority so everything else can wait so when it comes to him I I say no to other people quite easily fair enough that's where I can say no but my other favorite piece of advice which is worth actually taking in the music industry as well without wanting to cause offense is if you lie down with dogs, you get up with fleas, which <laughs> sounds quite harsh. And I, I, and I always like to see the good in people. But I think if your gut is telling you not to work with somebody, yeah. or if you've heard bad things about somebody and how they treat people in terms of payment or yeah. whatever, I think it's worth asking a few questions and protecting yourself because I got stung just before Christmas a few years ago by a radio station and it hurt me so bad and I knew it was a bad person I was mm. essentially getting into bed with or someone who had yeah. been portrayed as bad and had lots of case studies that say against them yeah. that they'd behaved in a particular way to people in the industry and I just I needed the money so much and the opportunity yeah. I went with it and then sure enough I got stung too and I should have just trusted I mean, we're living in this generation where lots of rumours fly around about people and it's do you believe them or not and do you give people a chance? And I like to give people a chance. I always do. Mm. But I also think if you... Yeah, it's just that. If you if you run with bad people, their reputation can yeah. essentially rub off on you. I think that's really valuable advice, super valuable. And does I, it sound nasty? No, it doesn't. I, I would just add to that trust your gut if you've got a feeling where you don't feel happy Mm. listen to that you know I was reading some horrendous statistics about women in the music industry and abuse and stuff like that and I just thought you know we we have to get better at listening to our inner voice and if you don't feel happy or unsure even if it looks shiny and bright don't take it you know, when you create a vacuum, other better things come into it. But we do have to get better because, you know, there are stories coming out now whereby people continued booking particular artists, even when they'd heard things about them. And now that judgment falls on those promoters and clubs as well, if they were in the know about allegations or whatever. So it's that is, do you want somebody else's reputation to rub off on you or not? Yeah. No, it's I hope a, it doesn't sound mean. It doesn't I don't sound, want mean. It to sound mean. It's not. I think it's um, 
it's good advice and everyone at the end of the day has to make their own choice of course so therefore I'm just encouraging people to listen to what you're saying yeah and don't be afraid to say no yeah you don't always have yeah. to say yes Thanks, if, if you if you're not happy you don't have to do something yeah no one's forcing you so hard times and survival responses what um what advice have you got for people coming out of lockdown and going back into the normal world you know we've been on lockdown and and it can feel a bit scary to go back it out. It does feel a bit scary. Out there, you know. I can't even imagine what like a 20,000 festival will feel like, let alone a major global festival with 100,000 people. You know, do you know what I'm saying? So, so yes, what, have you got any advice? Have you got any insight? London Bridge felt like a 20,000 person festival the other week when I travelled up to London on the train and I immediately right. got in a taxi so I didn't get the bus like I usually okay. do I, I got yeah, straight yeah, in taxi yeah, yeah. and was like oh this is a bit much yeah I don't want to just say take your time but I think now you can be really selective about things yeah. can't you so it's back to that saying yes and saying no thing and I'm sure lots of people will want to get out there and see people and socialize and immerse themselves in opportunity but actually, you can be a bit more selective because you have proved to yourself that you can live without these things. Yeah. Socialization is really important and it's nice to go out to eat and yeah. have a drink and stuff. But I think be selective and don't say yes to everything just yeah. for the sake of it. Yeah. So go easy. And that's not go saying easy, to be like slow, that. but it's just to go easy because for many of us, and there are lots of useful articles being populated about this now, actually going from this not seeing many people and this kind of post-apocalyptic town vibe to suddenly oh god there's loads of people yeah i think lots of people are feeling that yeah i think where i think and if people say they're not feeling it they're probably not being completely honest with themselves so my survival guide my tips are keep doing everything you do that keeps you in check that keeps you feeling mentally well and good and don't put yourself in a situation that might potentially feel uncomfortable so if you are someone that isn't great in crowds be aware of that yeah you know don't deny yourself that you know that yeah you know because I'm not great in crowds which is why it's great that I go out with a DJ because I'm in the booth I don't ever have to go through the I'm like that I'm I'm very happy backstage yeah yeah I love it backstage you know observing and having my own space I realized that yeah and and once you know it about yourself yeah yeah yeah. I won't put myself I put myself in that position so many Saturday nights with my friends (laughs) and I would have an awful time yeah and now I know I just I should have just known myself better and gone actually you don't enjoy this yeah no that I think that's really useful and talking of habits Mm. and practices what do you do for yourself to take care of yourself is there anything that you can share that might encourage others or, you know, what, what's the most effective things that you do personally? Oh, it's, it feels so boring because everybody says it, but Headspace is amazing because they have meditations that last between three minutes and 45 minutes. There yeah. literally is something for everyone in every situation yeah. on there. It is such a well thought out and curated app. Yeah. It's faultless. Like I do it with my son every day. So I I meditate every day. I do a gratitude journal. I read the daily stoic. I try and do some Pilates or yoga and I do a bedtime meditation too. And I always stand up in my feelings every day, which sounds a bit meh. But if I'm working with people, 
I, and they ask how, me, how I am. I tell them how I yeah. am, but without putting the responsibility on them yeah. that I want them to solve anything. I never want anybody to solve my mental health stuff or my personal physical health stuff because it's a personal responsibility. But if somebody asks me how I am, I'm always honest because that honesty needs to become the norm Yeah, because that's how you will get people that are suffering in silence talking is when yeah. everybody's showing up in their feelings. Yeah, no, we need to model it. Yeah, exactly. Full it's stop. modelling. There we go. So you just said my whole answer in one word. Thanks, darling. Yeah, but, but no, it's true. <laughs> I model it's, what I talk about. Yeah, no, you, you, stuff. Yeah, unless you are it, you can't tell people to be it. No. You've got to be it and then it just flows yeah. out of you. Have integrity with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and then it just gives authenticity to everything you do. Yeah. If you're just telling people what to do and you're not doing it, it's a little bit rubbish. I want you everywhere with me, just <laughs> paraphrasing everything I say. This is fantastic. Oh. Oh, there's a bus that's just gone by. Just showing that this is totally, totally live. This is so raw. Um, <laughs> um, she hasn't so, drunk her tea. I have, well, no, <laughs> I had a slurp of it, but it was a bit lukewarm, I'll be honest. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Ellie. Uh, so we're coming towards the end now. I'm just thinking for the next generation coming through, um, really what encouragement and advice can you give them for give them uh, to help them in their careers in their life if someone was come to work for you on your team what kind of qualities would you look for in someone to make them a great team player dj you know what, what does a, a great team player look like for you so i've just had two new assistants recently Ooh. right into my different roles and i want to they're assistant. both shining stars and one of them I mean, they're both amazing, but they're very different roles. But I'm going to pick on one of them. They're yeah. so diligent and organized and is just filling in my gaps of the things that I lack, let's say. And she's really good. She's been really supportive of my long COVID. She's super aware. We do GLAD at every meeting, which glad. I've had to. What's so glad, GLAD is where you reflect on things you're grateful for, you've learned, oh. accomplished and are delighted by. Oh, I like that. Um, but it sets us up for the start of each meeting. Mm. So she's really buying into the mental health thing now because I make it a big part of yeah, our one-to-one yeah. -one meetings every time we get together. I think I look for people that have integrity and that say what they want yeah, and just have the courage to say what they want. And if they haven't got that, I try and empower them to have that courage yeah. to do that. Like, cause that, so I see being a manager as you've got to be a mentor. You've got to be really mm. encouraging and really celebratory uh, of, of of everything nice good about that person um but what do I look for I look for someone that's smiley I look for I just look for someone that loves what they do or really wants to learn like I want to be around people that are keen and there was a great thing shared on LinkedIn the other day which actually said that loads of people hire based on people's willingness to work and their happiness about their role as opposed to their academic achievements that's really interesting because I think you can turn anybody around I yeah. genuinely believe that most people can yeah. try their hand at things if they want it if they've got that passion for it so my new assistant I gave her one piece of work to do and she came back to me with this beautiful double page spread thing that she'd spent eight. And I'm just like, wow. Oh my God, wow. I love you. You know, <laughs> because she just wants yeah. it and she's really up for it and it's great. And I think I love being her mentor. Just the yeah. fact that she wants to do the job so well for me is making me better at my job when I'm with yeah. her. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Isn't it? Having people that just go above and beyond. Yeah. What it's that because especially yeah. in the industry, because there'll be, loads of people that want a job in the industry 
So you really have to stand out and, and be different and have integrity and be part of that movement that, you know, the 2021 as will have, which is where yeah. they say what's on their mind and they have integrity. I love that our, our kids, you know, our kids are going to be so empowered with their rights and what is yeah. right and what is wrong. And those are the people you want working for you right now That's because true. they will take businesses into the future. They absolutely will. They, they're, they are our future. Yeah. And we have to do our best to take care of them yeah. and equally empower them to be fully themselves. But we have to do our best to not do that bitter old woman, grumpy oh, old yeah. woman thing. We have to give it away, give everything and, away. And, and that is a really tricky balance. So me and my best friend who I work with in one of my roles, we have this like mutual agreement <laughs> because we've got younger people working yes. for us now. And we're like, we will never be that bitter, yeah. grumpy woman that sees the younger woman that can she do what she does might may possibly uh, yeah. better yeah, yeah, yeah do you know yeah. what i mean and you don't ever want to spurn them or make them oh, feel no. bad you just want to go you're bloody brilliant yeah. and can we have some of that yes, please absolutely um yeah i think and, that's so important no, that you I act know, as a yeah. mentor when when the, when the situation arises you mentor people and you, you help them and support them I, i've been really challenged with this about giving away power equipping them giving away all your best contacts yeah. And uh, I was mentoring someone this week and I literally gave her literally every single contact that I had in the past 10 years. And I thought, you go, girl, you do, you do a better job than me. I've taken it this far. Yeah. I'm passing on the baton. Her. Yeah, you're yeah. gifting her. So that's back yeah. to that. We're doing full circle here. That's back to that networking gift. You're gifting her opportunities and she will always remember that. So I, I'm going to, I know we're ending soon, but I bumped into a girl on the beach the other day. She's a photographer. She took my headshots. She did them for free years oh, ago. Cool. I'm about to pay her to do my headshots. Nice. Because I'm, I just like, I don't really need them, but I want to pay her. Yeah, I want her yeah, to know yeah, I'm yeah. grateful for that. And I value her. And, and I think she, she digs me because I gave her her first outdoor photography project to oh, work at a wow. gig. And now she shoots for Enemy and at all of the major festivals and stuff like that. And she won't ever forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I won't ever forget that yeah. when I needed headshots, she was the one that yeah, was there and was like, an I'll absolute, take them for you. Yeah, an absolute two-way street, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's that, isn't it? So yeah. She, like, what and you're I think, doing for young lady is, too, is perfect. It's, but it's also not expecting anything in return no, sometimes not at, all. not at all like in this situation something will come back but yeah i do realize that lots of times it won't but that's okay because in the universe there's a dynamic there yeah I agree it comes completely. back to you more than you can imagine i agree completely but i think it's just that passion that yeah. passion for work that's what you're looking for in people that that, yeah, that are coming up answer. it's just it's just having passion and loving what they do and knowing what they do as well because if you don't know what you do yeah exactly uh, or, or have that sort of extracurricular knowledge of an area then then you won't land well or you'll get caught out yeah you can't bullshit people will find you out yeah yeah, yeah of course yeah and what about you, Ellie? What's next for you? What are your dreams? What have you got any oh, things that you'd I like, feel like to I'm do? I'm at a beauty pageant now because I just want to sort of say, <laughs> yes, I, just, I want world peace. I want world peace. I don't know. I what actually world do. Peace. No, I know I do. I do. I do. And what do I want? Oh. World peace. I want to go to a rave. What's next for me? My dreams are: I want to be sweaty and dancing with strangers oh, yes, on the dance floor. 
even though I said about the crowd thing, usually <laughs> near the front of the DJ yeah, booth, for five you can minutes. get yourself a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited about what I'm doing with My Time Young Carers. I'm really excited about working with the We Are Hummingbird and Gaga Radio. These are all projects which will help people, empower people, create opportunities for people with lived experience and accelerate them. And that is my passion. That is what's next for me. It's just making good stuff happen, especially for these children that I work with and support. Um, last night, we just got enough signatures to sort of have something lobbied so that we can get a designated cool. young carer lead in every school in the UK. We're working towards that, you know, it's all of these things. And I want more people in the music industry to show what they do not just talk on panels about it which I do I want to see the showing because during COVID so many companies would have taken care of their staff in new and innovative ways but who is shouting about that who is modeling that you know these people have so many fans and likes and follows on social media those fans will be having their own personal struggles and wouldn't it be great for them to look at that record label management organization and go oh right they care about mental health so they care about me that's a cracking answer. I hope so too. Thanks. <laughs> um, my last question, and I don't know if I actually sent this one through to you, and if not, no problem. Uh, could you recommend a book for the Love Live Music Book Club? I've just started a book <gasps> club, and um, I'm really interested um in my guests favorite reads or th- you know it, it can be anything i've got essential reading i've got good mental health and i've also got another place for things just to support you generally Go can for i it. join your book club or is it just like a list of books and it's a list of books but we're going to have we're going to start live discussion so if you want to present a book that's absolutely fine because it's in theme with what we've been talking about and it's now i feel like i need to go home and read it essentialism <laughs> by greg McEwen: the disciplined disp- d- pursuit of less that's a great book about saying no okay great. And it's a great book about managing your time more effectively i will put that book in the notes i've got loads more here though because i love audible okay. it's my favorite yeah thing. I, i'm on audible but i won't too. i won't bore everybody with them but no, I one am, book is good i am reading brenny brenny brown's yes. dare to lead at the moment that's one of my I favorite feel books intoxicated by it like i love it yes i did a coaching program that we led with brenny brown did you with yes. actually her not with her but with some of her team oh wow and it was about um being brave having your bravest year it was called your bravest year but this is why I think that people like her and what you do and what I do and we show up in our feelings and all of that and you are yourself, you will no longer be the anom- anom- <laughs> anomaly. 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 You will no longer be the anomaly. No, exactly. People that, sh- people that keep it all in and don't want to talk about emotions or, or yeah. don't want to gloss over it, they will become the anomaly yeah, absolutely. eventually people that don't address elephants in the room well yeah we've got we've had we have so many elephants we have a so herd, many elephants we have herds of them after covid <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're gonna have to take care of the younger generation yeah, yeah. and of ourselves absolutely and we take care of ourselves first so we can empower ourselves to take care of others i love you you're one of my favorite <laughs> people you. that i've met in the industry because you you keep in touch you check in which shows uh, that you you are what you say you are. I like you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I genuinely like you, Ellie. Yeah, I you, think you're you great. Are, you are what you say you are. Notice that I said love and she said like, but that's fine. I love you. I'm I joking. Do love you. I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I'm socially distancing 
um, cuddling <laughs> Ellie now in our no. car with open windows. Didn't mean to put you on the question, sorry. No, um, it's not. But, it's I, but, you, but you stand up, you know, you just, you're true to your word every time. And I love that. Thank, Thank you. you. And that's, that's, that's a great quality because oh. that's integrity, isn't it? Like, I, that's, that really that's living is and breathing integrity. And, I, and, I, and I love it and we need more of it. And it makes me, you know, you always make people feel special and everything with you is always uh personal and, and lovely oh, so thanks. thank you I'm, i am far from perfect oh but i am dedicated to trying my best yeah that's a and great that's, caption isn't it where's that from is that yours that, no i don't know i've just made that you up just made it up I just because i because i know i let's write it down <laughs> okay we'll write it down I'll, <laughs> I'll write all these notes down well ellie you are amazing and i really appreciate you being on the podcast and you have said so many great things that i know will encourage and stimulate thought and thank you for being present for sharing your feelings for sharing some personal stuff and um i know that it will really help all the audience and aside from anything if no one else listens, I've just enjoyed everything you said and it's Aww. just been a pleasure just to be with you. Thank you, likewise. And, um, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Sally. My last question, where can people find you? So if they want to reach out to you on Instagram, Twitter, oh, yeah. what are all your So I'm just bios? at Ellie Celebian. So you will put that in the... I will put it in all in the notes. notes. I'm sure, but it's uh, yeah, E-L-L-I-E-T-A-L-E-B-I-A-N. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Ellie. Thank and you. And we wish you well from all of us. Thank you. Thank you.